What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Shonuff71, and your auditory canals are tuned into Season 6, Episode 25 of the Gaming Vessels Podcast. As usual, I am not in the digital studio alone. Along with me are my partners in crime. We got Dez, aka the Bay Area Terror. What's going on, brother? Not much. Just here again. You know, talking, talking shop, talking video games, having fun, uh, playing games. So yeah, yeah, always a pleasure. Absolutely. And of course, our show is a no-go without Trader Joe, a.k.a. the Food Max of Gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar. What's up, brother? What's going on, man? Just uh, recovering after that big Microsoft special we just did on Thursday, man. So, <laughs> But everything's all good in the hood over here, man. So um i'm waiting for uh you know three more work days and i'm off for four days so celebrate my birthday too so i had a birthday now it's next week it's the week from tonight so oh hi birthday thank you (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah everything's good man everything's good all right that's awesome well of course as usual the first topic on our docket is going to be playlists So, Des, what you been playing, man? Uh, honestly, it's been a pretty slow week. I've been playing uh, a lot of the, um, I guess you would say, the regulars. We've been playing that Monster Hunter World, uh, Iceborne. It is the sizzling something or another event. So we all sizzling run around. Spice. Yeah, sizzling spice event. So we're running around like Rhett in Brazil for Carnival or something. So we got all the feathers and stuff. It's which is a weird contrast because we have the feathers and everything. Yeah, we're running around in snow. So <laughs> sure, whatever. Uh, so yeah, so that's been uh, a lot of fun. Been trying to get all these events done, trying to get all this unique gear. Um, we had a pretty good time this past weekend with our friends uh, running all these different quests. Actually beat the game. Uh, that was fun. Uh, that that multi battle with Nergagante and the other thing, and then the the different phases. You know, it doing its Ayukin uh, and solar or spirit bombs and everything was kind of sure, funny. Valda. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, uh, uh, Zora Magadaros is that what the creature? I have called? no idea what it's called. So yeah, all I know. Yeah, it had a really cool it had a really cool kind of art design that I thought was kind of cool. Um, but it was fun. I enjoyed I enjoyed it. Um, and then I was, you know, just again, trying to get my stuff. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to get all the stuff, but um, during this play during this time while it's um, while it's running, I'm going to try my damnedest to get it. But if I don't, it's fine. You know, they Microsoft. Uh, sorry. Um, Capcom. Uh, loves to put that stuff out again uh, multiple times. So I'm not expecting to go much longer without, you know, it coming back if I miss it. So I'm not terribly worried. Um, also been playing Agents of Mayhem. Still trying to beat that. Um, I enjoy the game. I'm, you know, that's the game that I've been playing to beat. I like to try to play a game to to complete it now. 
of getting the biggest bang out of my bucks. And then after that, I'm probably going to go to Ghost of Tsushima. But uh, but yeah, it's been mostly it's been mostly a um a PS4 kind of kind of time. Although I did uh turn on my my Xbox and I I I was feeling very nostalgic because you know that's why you play your Xbox to be nostalgic and to play old games. So I I I downloaded Jade Empire, downloaded Kator Two, um started you know playing those games you know because that's what you do on on the uh, world's most powerful console you you, you play old games but anyway uh, i digress so um also played the playing bits. i thought you were playing ubits as well uh yeah i was playing i was playing that as well um uh i played the escapist too been trying to get my my indie games on um you know so it's been it's been a fun little little week of uh week and weekend of games you know nothing too crazy um i am i am um getting getting ready to buy uh destroy all humans that's the next game that i'm looking forward to buying because i never played the originals so um i will be purchasing that and playing that so that's that's next on the radar uh but i don't know if i'm gonna be playing that to beat i think i'm just gonna play it to experience that not really sure so uh but yeah um so that is what I've been playing. So, uh, Joe, what have you been playing, my friend? As if we didn't already know. <laughs> Pretty much, uh, my line and your line are very similar ties on here. Of course, the Monster Hunter uh, World Iceborne uh, beat Zora uh, Magadaros right before you did. I'm assuming I left last night before <laughs> knowing if you finally like uh, put the whipped cream and cherry on top on that battle I'm i beat it good deal uh much much thanks to both what uh, ben and christian on there along with that new guy i'd never seen before but he's on my friends list i didn't get his name i didn't catch his name but seemed like a cool cat so yeah but, but yeah just like what des has said pretty much we've just been uh kind of moving along you know my temptation is just to do 10 million other things that have then progress the story and I know we probably still have some uh, stuff to do even after the credits roll, of course. So we need to probably oh, yeah. open up the guiding lands and all that fun stuff. So, so we'll look forward to doing that. Uh, what else I've been playing? Basically, played some Division Two for the first time in like about a month on there. So you know, so besides my dirty laundry crew dabbling for like 20 minutes while Monster Hunter <laughs> World patch was downloading and installing so but uh you know still still got the itch for division i was kind of feeling like um i was gonna lose the plot a little bit as far as playing but uh you know uh, the gameplay in that game is so rinse and repeat it's like uh became second nature again uh playing on there so just enjoying progressing doing some you know obviously events on the map and then uh obviously took over a side mission uh took over a point on the map as well so just got back into the old same old same old with division two i will keep playing i don't know if something that me and you are going to go back together or not des i feel bad because i know you just bought all the dlc prior to us kind of falling off the the radar i'm not worried about it for sure but by all means if you want to play sir just let me know if anyone out there wants to play let us know as well yeah i got my money's worth so i'm okay gotcha also dabbling in that little bit of Xbox, just like you, Des, uh, um, basically fired up some Crackdown 3. I was checking out some of the demos 
for the uh, summer games fest thing and so while the, my demos were downloading <laughs> i was playing some crackdown 3 so uh today's the last tonight's the last night so um i downloaded the destroy all humans demo and then downloaded a, a couple other demos i'll check out I'll probably talk about next week on the show on there so i just i kind of feel like i didn't give um that promotion more of attention you know basically because there's like 70 demos up on the store right now so on there and then also played some halo master chief collection the first one on there so uh, playing the um uh the ce on there so uh, i was trying to play and watch baseball at the same time on my other computer monitor and i have to turn the volume off on the baseball game it was just too going back and forth on there it's like you know i'm not made to multitask i want to be able to play the game and give it its full attention on there so i know next time if i try to do that i'm gonna definitely wean down the audio and pay attention to the game i'm playing per se so on that but other than that that's pretty much been my week in game so well for me it's been very uh, similar lines as you guys monster hunter world doing a lot of that um i have given up on trying to make that damn light break light bow gun work i it, it's it's more trouble than it's worth uh it, it i think it it's great for i think it's great for certain monsters maybe in certain circ certain uh, situations but uh, uh you gotta be precise and you gotta you gotta land all critical shots when you're using the um when you're using the uh, uh normal normal ammo three and it's just not it, I, I i can't get it to work so i kind of put that to the side so i built 10,000 volts, which is the the uh, Rajong light bow gun, and that's a much, 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 much better experience for me because it's it also is a sticky three monster. It crits everything. <laughs> I don't I don't know what it, it I I it I think it might be a little bit better than the the Safi Aqua Shot that I've been using. It's, uh, I mean, that's probably debatable. I mean, the folks that crunch the the damage math uh, be the ones to figure all that stuff out. But I just know it's like I'm I'm dizzying monsters like maybe three times a hunt when I use that um, when I use that ten thousand volts. And what's neat about it is that it has a bigger magazine. So. Um, I'm doing a four shot lobby lobby uh, a four shot salvo rather of sticky ammo three as opposed to the three shot that I'm doing with the uh, Safi aqua shot. So really digging that. I think the next LBG that I start trying to figure out how to make work is going to be the um, the one, the one from Horizon Zero Dawn. It's that uh, the one that takes you all the way down to one health point when you use it special. 
I'm, I'm sure there's there's a bill to counteract that other than using the uh, the uh, Aloy mod, uh, because as much as I like Aloy, I don't necessarily want to run around as her in Monster Hunter World all the time when I use that when I use that gun. So with all the variations in armor and skills, I'm sure there's a way to make that work. So that'll probably be my next project that I do in that. Uh, Last of Us 2 is just continues to get more phenomenal the further I get in the game. I'm cl- I I have a feeling that I'm closing in on the end scenario. Uh, story story storylines are starting to tie up, and uh, man, this game this game has just been absolutely fantastic. I. I I would say more, but I don't want to ri- run the risk of spoilers if you, you owe yourself to play that game. And I, too, also turned on my Xbox and I had myself a little Game Pass adventure. Yeah. Yeah. As, uh, uh, well, um, so the last time there was a three month uh, Game Pass Ultimate deal, I think it was back in June. Or something like that anyway i bought it It was sometime in early june i bought it off of amazon got a a digital code was supposed to be sent well anyway i bought it and i just kind of forgot about it so i was going through my um my amazon purchase list and it's like i see this three month games pass thing that i bought back in june and never redeemed so i'm like okay uh, let me go ahead and throw that in uh since i had it in front of me anyway i had to call wind up calling amazon because that my code never generated it's something really weird so it wasn't a big deal i was able to get a hold of what they call their their software support over there at Amazon, I was I was thinking that they were probably telling me, well, you're going to have to take that up with uh, Xbox. But no, they were able to handle it. So they generated me a new code and I threw that in and uh, started looking around trying to find something to play. So I downloaded um, Carrion. Oh, wow. Which is that um, that kind of like the thing if the thing was like a 8 or 16 bit 2D uh movie <laughs> that, that's kind of what carrying what carrying is and i made it through i'm i'm out the second i don't know if they these things are broken up into levels or stages or what i know i've made it past the first and i'm doing something in the second uh there's definite breaks in uh, when you get a certain length of length in the game, there's a break and then it goes into the next level. It's cool, but I don't think it's my game because there's a lot of backtracking. There's a lot of uh, like one way tubes, drainage tubes. And it's like, well, okay, you're this, you're this, this alien life form that, absorbs everything i don't think it's going to be stopped by a one-way tube i don't know but it's cool um i wish there was actual more combat i understand why there's not because combat is really simple 
and that's not what this game is about. This is an one big environmental puzzle. And I, I, I think all day at work. And I don't want to think when I, when I play a game for the most part. But it's cool. Um, I think anybody that has an affinity for the uh, uh, the Metroid Metroidvania style games uh, should definitely take definitely take a look at Carrion. It's very um, it's got a unique style to it. The <laughs> and even the pe- the people the, the sounds of, that people make when you eat them is is, is actually kind of funny. <laughs> like man eater good or it's like it's uh, not man eater good no nothing's quite nothing's quite on a man eater level but it's like uh there's not a lot of audio audio clips but there it's like some of them i think they just rip straight out of earthworm gym like particularly (laughs) particularly if you remember in that game when you go through hell and you hear this you know the these very these canned you know i don't know what the bit rate was for those you know uh audio recordings back in the day but a couple of them i read it's like that sounds like straight up from earthworm jim you know it's been gussied up a little bit but it it, it was still funny it's still fun um but up there yeah, but in the long term, it's it's definitely not my type of game because I, going back and trying to remember where you saw this gate that you think you have access to, I'm there's no if there is a, a level map, I haven't figured out a way to turn it on. The way you figure your way around is you use this echolocation, and the echolocation is very weird. It's like your save points are these areas where you can nest and what they call you can you can generate more biomass. So basically you're trying to flood the area with your 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 mass so you can burst into the next section. Uh, the problem is is as you're trying to echolocate these areas, the echolocation is very odd. It's it's like these little wavy lines at the four corners of your screen. And I guess you, as you get to where the bio, where you need to get to to do your your biomass uh, injection into the environment, those it will concentrate into a circle. I guess that's what it's supposed to do, because I found those biomass areas and echolocated, and the wavy lines are still all over the place. So I'm not quite sure exactly how that works. Um, I have not been able to was not able to turn on an environmental map to so I can get a, a bird's eye view of where I am. But it's a cool game. If if that's your if that type of game is your speed, I think you should definitely check out Carrion. Uh, but I don't think I'll be playing it anymore. Cool. But that's about it for me. So we are going to jump into our next topic on the docket. And as usual, it's going to be the news. So, Joe, why don't you enlighten the folks on what's been going on? Okay. Well, first off, let's kind of cover, there's a couple of news stories, one on The Verge, one on Engadget. But basically, 
it's talking about what we talked about in our special episode on there. So we just kind of briefly covered this because I think we beat the uh, dead horse <laughs> in our special episode last time. But uh, some people are noticing uh, one, one of the articles is entitled One Week Later. It looks like Microsoft is already breaking a big promise with Xbox Series X. They said you wouldn't need an Xbox Series X for two years on there. So... So, and basically what the article is about is all the promises that uh, Xbox between Phil Spencer, Matt Booty, and uh, Aaron Greenberg saying that you won't be forced into the next generation. Um, You'll be able to play all our games uh, that will play up and down that family of devices. That's what Matt Booty said back in January. Uh, then in March, they said, we're making the commitment to use smart delivery on all our exclusive Xbox Game Studios titles on here but obviously with the xbox game showcase last thursday uh first party titles forza motorsport hate fable about as dust falls everwild and state of the k3 where all this is coming to xbox series x and windows pc specifically with no xbox one support and no smart delivery feature on there and so i uh, know aaron greenberg tweeted the day after saying future first party titles are developed for the xbox series x first not saying those titles won't ship on the xbox one only that we are leading with series x and each studio will decide what's best for their game community when they launch on there so promises 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 so (laughs) on here so i i find it ironic that you know these um you know tech outlets you know, do give them a pass, but at the same time, they have gone back in to basically just call them at their face value on here. And, uh, you know, if they need to, they're going to have to fix this if need be on there. There's a few ways that they are suggesting to fix the problem. One is just to bite the bullet and produce functional last-gen gen, gen versions of all your games until holiday 2022. Uh, so thinking of like say Titanfall from the last gen, where they released the 360 version alongside with the Xbox One version, or though to ensure that the vast majority of your users are using a next gen console by the time you abandon the Xbox One and the Xbox One X, or three worm your way out uh, on a technicality. So who knows what they're going to do? But I don't trust them as far as I could throw them, in my opinion. Uh, this is coming from the same man, Aaron Greenberg, that stated that the Xbox Game Showcase was the largest, most creatively diverse games lineup in console history on there. So, obviously, if you did listen to our special episode, you know that <laughs> that was not the case. So, But uh, I open to the floor to you guys about this. Uh, I know we kind of covered this last episode, but uh, I just find it uh, ironic that they do uh, have a little bit more out there you know, people just seeing calling Microsoft bluff a bit so well I mean I mean I like <laughs> I'm so, I'm, str- I'm struggling with the words because I mean I think it's a bold move or not a bold move but just a uh, a good thing to to say hey you know we're gonna you know we're gonna try to we're gonna do this but to speak in such terms that that it's going to happen and then have to renege on that I mean everyone hates that but yeah. I, I'm thinking, you know, they should have just been a little bit more. I don't want to say upfront, but it's more realistic on what they're doing, you know, and just like, 
I don't know. Like I get it. There's a console war going on, I guess, for some people, but it's like, I mean, and to ask for, for honesty from, from big corporations is kind of like, what? But, but like if they, if they felt that they couldn't do this, they really shouldn't have, they really shouldn't have said it because it really paints them in a bad light right now. You know, it's Aaron Greenberg, you know, this is the same guy for the inside Xbox back in May that was, Oh, we got free gameplay coming up. It's almost like, uh, uh, like the guy in the damn Billy Mitchell movie, the Donkey Kong movie, where you got a kill screen coming up. It's just the same, same crap. It's like you know, you got these hype men, basically making you know, because Xbox in of itself by itself, I enjoy playing my Xbox. I want to see them succeed. I want to see better games and more games on Xbox. I want to see them do what they're going to do, but I want them to be humble about it and not over promise and have to backtrack all the damn time and uh the, for phil not to be like saying oh we're better than you know even though he's he's doing it in like code terms on there like we're not going to leave you behind we've kind of beaten that point <laughs> to a pulp too on there i don't feel like i'm being left behind if i want to play you know spider-man miles morales i'm more than glad to pony up my 500 600 bucks for a new playstation and whatever the cost for the new game on top i'm grateful that uh, they're evolving their system to the next evolution of what they want to do as as a first party so it's like well i mean they're here's the thing you know you were mentioned you said something about like the you know these these tech outlets giving them the pass well they have to give them the pass otherwise uh Aaron and Phil won't talk to them anymore. Oh, yeah. But the Virgin so, and Gadget were both basically calling them out right now. So, well, I think those are also online spaces that are big enough to do that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, the bigger you are, the more uh, maybe the more honest you can be if you decide to you you know utilize your power for good <laughs> in gaming journalism, <laughs> whatever that even means in 2020. Um, but I think, you know, a part of me would want to give Microsoft a little bit of credit that maybe they've been seeing some of the kickback that people have been saying about why am I going to give you another five or six hundred dollars uh, when you're telling me I don't have to. A-, a part of me would want to think that that is the possibility, but then my mind goes back to that gameplay extravaganza that we talked about where we saw you know halo infinite and all its xbox 360 glory and they're they're molding this stuff for game pass like i said last episode so i mean you know i think what they're trying to do is they're like they're trying to mold their tentpole titles to game pass they're trying to mold their marketing to appease the folks that are saying, hey, this is BS and this is bunk, while still doing what they're going to do anyway. Yeah. So, you know, there, there's, there's a juggling act that's taking place in these marketing boardrooms here over there at, at, uh, at Microsoft. And I don't think that there is a, enough of a... I don't think there's enough of an outcry amongst the Xbox fans to make them change their course. But they want to make it seem like, you know, 
that hey we're trying to make make this this series x valuable to you know those that 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 are more interested in a traditional generation of consoles uh trying to make that case for it for for it to have value in that respect but you know we'll see how it comes out in the wash but i i yeah i'm not giving them any any credence any i'm not giving them any any slack they're going to do they're going to they're going to they're going to service xbox they're going to service up gas up everything that they're going to make they're going to put out and that's just the way it is and yeah folks either dig it or move on to something else pretty much yeah i'll keep an eye on them um you know obviously i'll keep my xbox one and play on pc and kind of see how things shake out so if they do great great if they continue to you know do what they do i mean i think they should kick aaron greenberg to the curb but that's just me you know so they should they should do they should kick that entire squad to the curb uh but they're not because phil has generated billions of dollars in revenue for the xbox department without doing anything so you you'd be a fool to get rid of that guy no 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 phil spencer does stuff you you said it yourself he backs the truck up to game costco loads up some stuff from japan and brings it over you know on yeah well you know but i found it funny i was able to queue up my dragon quest uh 11s purchase already but i obviously i can't play it until december but you know so so give it up for games pass though yeah that's what i consider xbox as being right now is games pass i think they do too so yeah all right, next news story I got is about a spiritual successor to Sudiken. I don't know. We were talking about RPGs a episode or two ago, and this is one of the old-school um, RPGs from Konami that was on the PS1, PS2, uh, and uh, basically a lot of people were wondering why the series died. And it's just like kind of one of those titles kind of similar to the Breath of Fire series or shadow hearts that basically uh, didn't progress beyond the ps2 era kind of thing so and so some of the key creators behind sudikin are attempting to crowdfund a spiritual successor so the game is called Uden chronicle it's expected to launch in 2022 on here the campaign is going to debut debuted today actually on july 27th on there it's led by yoshitaka Murayama, which is the director and writer on the first two Sudokin uh, titles on there. So, so and uh, from what I've seen so far, I mean, they have a $500,000 goal to start out with. I think if they meet a million, they're uh, going to port the game over to PS5 Series X and also to the Switch on there. So, and um, if you go to the Kickstarter, you should be able to see uh, a lot of character designs that they have in place. Uh, the kind of art style so far, what they are uh, kind of conceptualizing this kind of looks similar to, a little bit to Octopath Traveler a bit. So so I'm, I'm pretty interested. I'm going to check out the uh, Kickstarter myself. And if it's something to where it's affordable enough, I might uh, decide to you know, pony up my 60 bones just so they could fund this game on that. So. And it's it's expected to launch in fall of 2022 on PC, 
um, just much much like the games in the Xbox Game Showcase. You know, it's a couple of years off, but <laughs> it's something I'm interested in playing on that. So, so any thoughts, you guys? Uh, I know, Kev, you're not a turn-based RPG fan, but Des, uh, suit again? I mean, you take it or leave it, or what, what's your feelings on it? Well, no, I'll, I'll definitely take a look at it. Uh, I've played Sudiken before, and I have uh, definitely enjoyed the series. So to see, even though it's a spiritual, quote-unquote spiritual successor, I'm I'm down for it. I would definitely play it. Um, now, will I buy it? <clears throat> I'm not sure about that. I might have to let, uh, I might have to see uh, see some of it on uh, on your system, you know, like your house. So it's not <clears throat> nothing that you'd want to kickstart, per se, right off the bat. No. No, no. I mean, I, I'm, I'm very um, uh, leery of kickstarting stuff because you know you see a lot of weird stuff happening with kickstarters, and you know, I feel you, yeah. You know, and I, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, <laughs> I don't, I don't ever want to talk bad about people who are out there trying to hustle for their dreams, but ooh, sometimes. Um, sometimes i just i just i just just can't i just can't get with it so uh more power to you though out there getting your life (laughs) but but um it's very hard for me to kickstart stuff only again only because like i'm just not sure i'm honestly just not sure what's gonna happen so yeah they got a number of people from konami that is in this um, basically what the studio the studio is called rabbit and bear studios so that's great that they could have they could straight up have Jesus in there working on developing, <laughs> but you know, I gotta, I, 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 gotta, I don't know, because <laughs> sometimes uh, yeah. these, these games, yeah, Kickstarters, be in, yeah, Kickstarters be be sitting in limbo for way too long, yeah. You know? so, I just want them to be successful. We'll see. You know, I never, no, I no, no, I want them to be successful too. You know, but but I work hard for my ducats, so <laughs> you know, I don't know if I can just. You know, give it to you on a wish and a promise. You know, I just, oh, I, I know, I know. I, There's been so many know. Kickstarters that kind of gone sour. The only one I've really backed was the Bloodstained Kickstarter, and that t- that project took a year and a day to come out. So, yeah, um, but at least you got it. So that's still that's still pretty good because at least you got it. But, but I don't know. Sometimes I'm just I just get worried. You know, I'm like, mm, I don't know, buddy. So, yeah, so we'll keep an eye on it. Uh, I'm kind of curious where they're at right now, but maybe I'll have a uh, update before the end of the show. I don't know if I can be able to get to the website and whatnot to take a look. But uh, all right. And next news story is about um, some games that Xbox is going to be including. ID at Xbox announced that they're, they're going to launch 15 indie titles that will be optimized for the Series X on there. So. It's kind of similar to the titles that were kind of shown in the sizzle reel on um, Jeff Keighley's show prior to the Xbox game showcase. And I think they probably should have spent more time on some of these indies and uh, taking a look at some of them and some of them that they've, they've showed before previously. So on here, uh, the ones that really kind of stood out to me is this game called Shredders on here. So it's like a, a next gen um, amped or, you know, as far as a snowboarding game of some sort. And I've always enjoyed playing snowboarding games. So, I mean, if, if they make it to the point to where this game plays like Amped, because I enjoyed Amped quite a bit on the original Xbox on there, I'll be looking forward to that. Um, they also showed Tunic, which I don't know if you guys remember. It was a uh, Zelda-esque um, game with made by one guy 
featuring a fox mm-hmm. on there and it was you know shown at last e3 and that's uh they've been uh, giving some updates so far on that title so been definitely looking forward to that one and then uh there there was another game called the falconeer that was shown at the xo event past, past november in london on there but it kind of looks like almost a spiritual successor kind of influenced by um Star Fox 64 and or Panzer Dragoon you basically it's a dog fighting game where you fight, fight as a, uh, a dueling falcons basically on there you pilot a giant giant falcon across the vast ocean world on there so and of course uh, they also uh, are going to be bringing out the ascent which was the one that was shown on the inside Xbox presentation the one that kind of looked like an overhead diablo like you know with a for, um like overhead shooter elements as well so so and then they have some first person not first person but uh like a streets of rage type uh side scrolling brawler but with physics added it's called mad streets on there so i'm kind of curious how that game's going to play but uh you know and just keep an eye on the indie scene especially uh seeing you know these will probably be also on xbox one and or pc so any thoughts you guys uh no honestly i don't have any i don't have any thoughts on 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 any of them unfortunately although that that one streets of rage with the physics base seems like it could be fun you know um like if i mean although i'd have to say i'd prefer if it was much more ragdoll physics you know you punch someone and their body explodes or goes flying across the room or something, you know. That would yeah, be kind of funny. Like, it's almost like you know, you you're basically side scrolling, brawling with a bunch of like rubbery, like stretch arms yeah. type dudes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know, that that could be kind of fun, but but and like maybe the Falcon one, you know, uh the Falcon Air is badass. I I, yeah. I I'm hoping that the game just kicks ass because it's really knocked knocked it out in the trailers at least a little bit so on there. we'll see so but we'll see definitely take a look i'm hoping shredders is good too but the mad streets guys look like the remix from the athletic team from kof 94 <laughs> <laughs> oh don't bring those guys up man oh man lucky lobber brian badler heavy d Damn, that was Joe's. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted, though. That was Joe's. That was Joe's uh, crew right there. Yep. Joe roll up in a coaching outfit. Let's get him. <laughs> that is that is my team from KOF '94. I could tell you that right now. So, oh, Lord, Ugh. doing that Brian Badler like uh, football charge, you know, running across, back and forth that special across the screen like a madman, and then Lucky, you know, looking like a MJ reject or woo. Doing his little like who uh, little circular kick. No, no. Heavy D with his glasses and everything. <laughs> bad. 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 Yeah, it but, was it was pretty bad. So, all right. Next news story is talking about PSO2 New Genesis. So they released new information about it, and uh, it is indeed almost like a, a sequel to Fantasy Star Online. So, um, it's gonna be able to have certain elements you'd be able to transfer certain elements to the world uh, from your pso regular pso2 content but the storyline is 1000 years after the current pso2 storyline on there um, and the game is going to be described as open field on there so it's going to be kind of akin to 
um, you know, maybe not as open world as Breath of the Wild or Red Dead Redemption, but I'm assuming like something like Xenoblade Chronicles on there. So, and then what they described is that there's going to be dynamic weather on the map, um, and it's described as a living world. So there's persistent world elements uh, similar to other MMOs will be present with maps not resetting each time you start a new quest on there. So, and there's going to be jet boot abilities like uh, photon dash that will increase movement speed and photon glide will allow you to glide down from an elevated spot kind of shown in the, um, you know, the demo that was shown at the uh, Microsoft showcase on there. So, so what they're doing is they're adding some exploration and verticality to the game a bit. So, and then obviously they're going to bump up the number of accessories that you equip your characters with. That's where the money money comes in. <laughs> so on that with the PSS, especially since it is free to play, but the new Genesis uh, will basically start all characters back to level one on there. So skills, photon arts, techniques, dark blast, compound text, and the like will not carry over from the base game on there. You'll be able to bring your weapons, units, and mags to the game but they'll have new temporary functions, abilities, and appearances on there. So they'll probably be nerfed to start out with, so everyone starts the same on there. And then your Maseta will not carry over as well as any of your fun points on there. So No, not my fun points! But if you did buy some Arcs cash, which is the real dollar dollar uh, cash money money that uh, you pay, uh, that will transfer over uh, to the uh, Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis on there so so we'll have to see what's going on with this obviously this is not going to be out till 2021 on there it's going to launch here at least on windows 10 xbox one and series x on there japan the update's coming to 2021 to the same platforms that pso2 is already on it's coming out for ps4 pc and switch and it's uh, only on switch via the cloud in japan which is interesting so well i'm gonna play it i mean i can't wait to play uh, a newer iteration of uh, PSO2. Um, I I, I want to play something new. Like I again, we played you know Fantasy Star Online two, and it wasn't bad. It just like I, I, I you liked it when F Star. I really liked it at the start too, but it didn't have staying power. At least. That's what I mean, you know. And it's just like I want something fresh um, and new, you know. And and you know. You know, I get it, you know, Phil backed up, you know, you know, and, and got it, and brought it. I'm like, I'm ever thankful, but I think he was beyond, it was a little past its shelf date, but just a little past. So, yeah. but, so, but, but yeah, hey, hey, but if they're bringing something fresh and new to the kitchen, you know, then I'm definitely going to play it. You know, it looked good. It still had that kind of, it still had that, that, um, that, that sort of Japanese, um fantasy star look to it and even the the music that was playing in the trailer it didn't sound full on like the fantasy star but it was just close enough and 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 different enough to get me excited so i'm 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 here for it like i want to play it and i want to see what they're going to do with it um and um and i it just and i just hope that it's not because the one thing for PS uh, PSO2 was uh, online was was it just felt very dated. That was the problem with it for me. Is it felt really dated, and so 
having this updated one or this newer one, like I'm feel like, okay, like this is a game that I can actually get behind and play and be like, okay, you know, this is yeah, it, yeah. It'll be a fresh start for everyone because even the exactly. Japanese fan, it's coming out like probably close to day and date between both versions. So yeah, so I'm right down. There. I'm down for that. Any interest, Kevin, or like, you know, eh, maybe you'll try it. The only way I'll play it is if they get rid of all the menus. Yeah. It took it took a minute even for us and we got experience dealing with some of those menus, but yeah, the learning process was a little bit uh, uh convoluted to say the least. <laughs> to yeah. say the least. I ain't got I ain't got time for them that. So if they can stream <laughs> if they can streamline getting into it, I mean it's already got a strike as far as I'm concerned, because MMOs is just not my deal. But if they can streamline just getting into the game then maybe i'll take a look at it but we'll, we'll be see here for you kev if you want to we'll be here for you <laughs> all right well another sega news uh they have finally unveiled the retail release for yakuza like a dragon finally so i know we talked about this on the show previously I feel like uh, uncle phil is holding back the information but sega has confirmed that the game will be out on November 13th on there. There is a physical version coming out for both PlayStation 4 and Xbox on there. They did officially state that you will be able to upgrade your PS4 version to a PS5 version, which will be released at a later date on there. Obviously, it supports smart delivery for Xbox, so you'll be able to play it on your Series X. On there, uh, the game will retail for $60 on there. So, and uh, basically, we'll see what's going on. I know they have another edition as well on there for, uh, let's take a look here. And uh, now this looks like uh, just one edition for $59.99. Apologize for that on there and then also too they're doing something new with this game that they haven't done for a yakuza game since yakuza one on the ps2 on there so they are bringing an english dub out for the game and so this is the first time since the original yakuza came out for ps2 with mark hamill and everything on there but uh, they are um basically hiring a uh english voice cast and will have english voice acting in the game for the first time in a while on there so you'll be able to hear the voices of such actors like george takai on there from the original star trek will be one of the voice actors in the game on there so kind of interesting that they're going all out to get this translated and getting into english too as well so i'm uh, definitely looking forward to playing this one um what you guys think what are your thoughts kev um, I I still can't I, I don't I don't know. I mean, you don't know about the turn base action. Yeah, I'm I'm not feeling that turn base. And you know, if someone would have told me that I'd be head over heels over the Persona series, well, particularly four and five because I haven't played the first three. Uh, I said they're crazy. But if I don't know, I'm, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna have to see. I don't know if I'm gonna take a chance because gosh, I still have to get through my yakuza yakuza games that i have already so this will probably be a game that if i do wind up taking a risk on it it's going to be when it is well well discounted because i've got a bunch of other yakuza's that i need to get through first 
So oh. I'll, be, I'll be there day one because the um, $59.99 retail version will have a steelbook. Oh, so, but uh, <laughs> you could get the Legendary Hero Edition digitally for $89.99. That will include a crafting set, karaoke set, stat boost set, ultimate costume set as well. So all sorts of goodies on there. So um, I, 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 I kind of want to buy it. Because I want to see what what the turn based thing is gonna be like, so I don't know if I'm actually going to say, yeah, I'm gonna get this and I'm gonna do this, or if I'm just going to honestly wait until Joe gets it and see how it plays, um, or I might just watch a little bit from a YouTuber because again, I'm I'm kind of on the same vein with Kevin. Like I'm definitely a person who plays um, uh, turn based, but I'm just not sure how this is gonna look for or how it's gonna play for this series who has a vast history again i i said it before i'm very happy that when when series kind of take a chance to do something different but mm, i don't know but I'm but uh we'll see. i mean at least in the japanese version they name drop like dragon quest and everything in the game so it's just, i find it funny yeah. there, so. so we'll see all right and next thing i want to talk about is a sequel to a game that Des you talked about uh, i think a few months ago on here is an indie game called earthlock yeah, on here, it's a fun but, little uh, game. Earthlock 2 has been announced, and it's going to be an open-world action RPG. It's going to be released for PS5, Xbox Series X, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC, and it's going to launch in 2022 on there. So, And they're going to be using the Unreal Engine to power the sequel, and it's a much more ambitious project on there, which ran on the Unity Engine that uh, aims to make use of next-generation consoles as best as we can. On there, they said Earthlock 2 takes place in the same world, but will be completely different experience compared to the first Earthlock, which was a turn-based RPG. Um, Earthlock 2 will have real-time combat mm. on there, so you know, we'll have to see what happens with that business. But uh, you know, I, I actually bought this game too. I've not played it yet. It was just my it's common refrain on there. That was happening. I was in a GameStop one day, surprise, surprise, and I saw a physical copy of it just sitting on the used game racks and i was like oh this is interesting i've never seen this before and i've never seen a used copy of that game afterwards it was very hard to find on there so so i was grateful i picked it up and i'll probably fire it up but uh, i just wanted to kind of mention it so it's pretty good you should you should give it a chance it it is a it is a slow burn and you kind of have to you know put some time into it but but i really i really enjoyed uh what i've played of it so you, you might want to give it a chance you never know i will give it a shot so and then another game uh, that you know we played at PAX last year, Des. I don't know if you remember it, but uh, this particular game is called Sakuna of Rice and Ruin. Uh, yes, I watched you there. play it. I didn't play it, but I watched you play it, and that game looks awesome. So I am. When I saw that we were talking about this, I was very excited because I hadn't heard anything about the game since PAX. So, so yeah, I am. I'm down for it. You know, release date can't come any sooner yeah it's a side-scrolling action game but you play as a um rice farmer in yep. japan on there defending so. your defending your rice field against the onis and shit it's just but the, it's just silly premise but the art style is fantastic so that's it, for me that's what i am liking i'm just like yeah let's do that. i am too on there so they got like a plain jane version physical version for 39.99 and then they got a XC has a 59.99 version with a uh, 
nice outer box, uh, art book on there. Um, with 130 pages of illustrations of full soundtrack on three CDs and um, some bananas. <laughs> yes. And then uh, some or Ame Mori charms. There's a couple of charms included on there. So, have so, you um, have you seen anything about this, Kev? It's just as you were talking about, I was looking through the gallery of pictures, and you know, if the combat's on point, I'll give it a shot. It it, it looks yeah. pretty good. It like, reminds me lie. of a VanillaWare game. It reminds me of Muramasa a bit, just the way it played when I was playing it at PAX. It on there, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just if if you like Muramasa, if you like some of the uh, earlier VanillaWare games, Muramasa is probably a point of reference because. Like I know Odin Sphere and the other vanillaware games were kind of more RPG in nature, but Muramasa was definitely an action-based game on there. So you just think of uh, Dragon's Crown and uh, Muramasa as a point of reference for this game. So fantastic! Yes. Well, it looks great. Is is all, is all I can say about that. So I'm definitely here for it. Good deal. All right, and the next news story I kind of want to cover is just the PS Plus games for August 2020, which surprised me, so that's why I'm mentioning it. But, uh, of course, you got your usual dude bro uh, free game in the month, which is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Campaign Remastered on there. And then also they added a new game coming out uh, August the 4th on there, which is Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, which is a game published by Devolver Digital on there. But I don't know if you had a chance to take a look at that uh, footage of that game previously but it's a 60 player battle royale but you play all these like furry little fuzzy guys and going in and then basically uh, battling against each other so i wouldn't say i honestly wouldn't call it a battle royale this is like this is like a contest of game have you ever watched akashi's castle that old japanese uh variety show in which you have to run around and it's like it's like a competition and you're like it's a competition running. okay yeah like like it's like you're running through doors to try to get through the door that, that actually is open and you have to do some other stuff and and you put on teams and you're you're trying to run around and be the last person standing it's 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 definitely not uh where you have to like literally go out and kill other people it is it is like, no it, it's very lighthearted so very lighthearted but it looks fun it's a four player uh four player so it's sixty players online, but but if you have a group of friends, you all can you all can play together, which is which I think is fantastic. So if like so if like you, me, Kev, and one of our other friends wanted to get together, we would we would be placed on a team with with like uh forty sorry fifty six other people. So it's just crazy. <laughs> so it looks fun, and all the things that I've seen about it look make it look really kind of silly. So I'm definitely excited uh, for be... it downloading it i was interested enough to try to grab a beta key and i found out the day after that the beta ended like literally like a couple hours after i was attempting to download it so yeah and it's free though that's the thing that i love about it is it's yeah is it's 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 a free game and 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 it's coming to like when was the last time we ever got a free game uh on ps like like a new sorry a new game on psn like come on like it's, it's been a minute yeah i think shu being head of indies now at playstation maybe had a kind of um hand in this and uh you know obviously rocket league was the last one you saw what happened to rocket league so so yeah, you know, I'm not gonna, yeah but I just, I just think this is going to be fun um i don't know if you're interested at all kev no 
<laughs> I mean, it, it is one of those games where you just kind of run around and, and you literally just run around. There's no other real, real main thing about the game. <laughs> What's yeah. so funny about it is you literally just run around, you know, and try to be the last person standing. So it's for, for four rounds and you level up and you get more cosmetics that make you look even sillier. So, <laughs> so I don't know. It, it just looks silly. <laughs> and my last new story of the night has to do with the F. PGA analog pocket on there. So this is a console that I talked about before in this show on there. It was about nine months ago. They announced the uh, analog announced the pocket on there. It was a $200 portable console that could play Game Boy, Game Gear, Neo Geo, Pocket, Color, and Atari Lynx games from original cartridges. Now, the console was scheduled to launch in 2020, but the analog says now due to the global state of affairs and supply chain challenges, the retro portable system will ship in may of 2021 on there and if like i referred to before this basically uses an fpga chip which basically runs uh emulation right there on the chip on there so it's almost like you playing it on the original console on there so and so they do have pre-orders opening up next monday august 3rd on there and uh, it's if you haven't took a look at this the pocket will have a uh, 4300 ma battery which is good for about six to ten hours of game time on their screens covered in gorilla glass at three times the typical thickness found in smartphones on there there's going to be an optional tv dock which has a 99 dollars price tag has a recessed USB-C port for greater stability and supports up to four controllers over its integrated Bluetooth and uh, wireless hardware or via USB. Out the box, the um, analog pocket will support cartridges for three Nintendo consoles, the Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance. Adapters will be sold for the Game Gear, Neo Geo Pocket Color, and Atari Lynx with uh, 30 bucks per adapter on there and then you can link up the four of these for multiplayer but it will require additional cables a basic pocket to pocket link cable costs is 16 bucks on there and also will come with a free music software to be able to create your own chip tunes if you want to do that on there so so i'm definitely interested in this is going to be uh, birthday present for myself, even though I'm not going to see it until next year sometime. But uh, I got a ton of GBA games uh, chilling. I know Des has seen my GBA collection, so I am down to play something at its highest fidelity on my Game Boy and Neo Geo Pocket Color games at least. So, any excitement you guys for this, or it's kind of like you know you'll play it at my house kind of thing? So. I'm gonna play it at your house. <laughs> I just say it like that, but like I don't, I can't see myself like spending money on this you know yeah when i have when i have a um uh switch yeah. well when i have a switch and i have a retro pie and i have you know like i don't like you i know, just if don't I, if i, if I didn't it. have the collection already built in already you know owned on there i wouldn't even sniff near this thing but i just know. don't need it you know i think it's i think it's great you know people who don't have access to that other stuff and it you know and it's kind of cool but no just, i just don't need it you know yeah I mean, I'm tempted to buy the Lynx <laughs> adapter just so I could uh, come to your house, Kev, and you grab your Lynx games out of Hawk and <laughs> fire those up too. So, yeah, that would be the only reason I would I would get it. 
would be to play some of my play my Lynx games, but mm, I don't know. It's just like I'm 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 getting it in television and a PS5 this year. It's like, do I need a third console? Right. Ah. Just just doesn't seem necessary. Yeah. Well, for me, it's like you know my GBA. Um, when I got divorced, I had a um, we sh- sh- I shared a Pikachu. A Game Boy Advance SP with my ex-wife, and obviously it was part of the divorce that she took it because it had Pikachu on it. But uh, it had like the really good backlit screen. It was the one particular Game Boy Advance model that uh, I wanted to keep, but I was not able to. So, and so I have like another GBA SP. I have like a Game Boy Micro on there. Both are great. Green Game Boy Micro. It's great piece of kit, but screen's too damn small and i'm gonna wind up with like you know wrist injuries if i play it for longer than 20 minutes so we don't want that don't want that Uh-uh. so this is like a good way for me to uh get back into my gba games my game boy games without having to shell out like uh, 100 150 bucks for a modded uh, game boy advance sp anyway so it's like, almost like a like a given for me to pick this up on there because otherwise i you know i have a okay screen on the gba sp i do own but uh, yeah i just i just want to be able to play play the games i have in the latest greatest even though part of me is thinking like hey sell your collection and make vuku of cash and don't worry about this but But say la vie. We'll, i'll be talking about this in may of 2021 once it finally comes out so there you go. And that's all the news I have for this week, gentlemen. Well, all right. Thank you for that, Joe. No problem. Game night taking oh. place on... Oh, what? we had one thing we wanted to talk about. We have oh, a main do? event, sir. Oh, we yeah. do. Sorry. I advanced the outline too far. I'm so, sorry. So we haven't really got... Oh, only thing Only thing about the about the game night was we haven't really got any... any um, any uh responses yet thank you responses for uh, yet so we're gonna push it out for one more for one more time uh the next so again the the question that we had out uh was what has been your favorite indie game of 2020 so far um we wanted to give some indies uh a little bit of love so um please go out there check out some indies if you have steam uh, or if you have, you know, an Xbox or a PlayStation or whatever, you know, go out and, you know, download, you know, a $9, $10 indie, you know, and, and give it a try. Um, we really want to, you know, show our indies some love. Um, and we just want to see, like, what what indies have been your 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 favorite so far in 2020. And, and if 2020, honestly, if 2020 is not, you know, been a good year for you, and I'm sure it probably hasn't, uh, what has been your, you know, what has been your uh, favorite indie of the last, let's say, two years since uh, since 2018, 2017? You know, see three years, but but what has been your uh, favorite indie game uh, in in your recent history? How about that? That way, we're not really just kind of making it for the last six months because maybe there's just you know how many one maybe that's that that time period is a little too slow so or a little too short. So um, so again, you know, tweet at us, uh, let us know. Join our Discord. Let us know uh, in our general chat. Um, so again, that question is: What has been your favorite indies, you know, so far in like the last, 
three or three or so years. Okay. I think that's a really good, really good question. That way we can show Simidi some love. And then um, after that, I'll give you our, I'll, I'll give you our next question um, next time on the show. So, so yeah, Kev, uh, what 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 can you tell us about game nights, buddy? So game nights are taking place Thursday, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. On what all the platforms available? You know, lately we've been playing on PSN, but we've got Xbox Live, we got Steam, we got all that stuff. We got Nintendo Nintendo Network. So if there's a game that <laughs> whatever they call it <laughs> if there's a game out there on a platform that you'd be interested in sharing a game night uh with us on you're going to want to let us know and one of the ways you can do that is drop us an email at gamingvessels at gmail.com uh hit the you'll want to hit that up for feedback for if we if you heard something that you wanted to respond to or even if you wanted to be a part of the show and have us interview you on the show and get your opinions on gaming out to our listeners you want to send an email to gamingvessels at gmail.com social media you can find us at gaming vessels on twitter uh, individually, I can be found at shonuf 71 on Twitter. That's S-H-O-N-U-F-F, the number 71. PlayStation Network, I am Shonuf0, I'm Shonuf7, same spelling with the number 7. Xbox Live, I'm Shonuf071, same spelling with 071. And on Steam, I am Shonuf71, same spelling as before. And also, don't forget... Wherever you download this show on any podcast aggregate, be sure to join our Discord. We don't have any prerequisite. You don't have to go through any uh, moderator to get approved. You just click on the link if you have a Discord account and you can join our Gaming Vessel servers because we're trying to push uh, a lot of the back and forth and interaction that would normally be for Twitter or Facebook onto our Discord because we want to try and build up that community. Yeah, I made a special URL just in case uh, if you want to join, if you don't want to click on the link on the Twitter account. So all you have to do is go to tinyurl, so T-I-N-Y-U-R-L.com uh, forward slash GVP Discord. All one word on that. So Awesome. Yay. That's an open, open invitation on there. So you can join as is in that invitation does not run out so so joe where can folks get a hold of you at uh for me psn and steam i am under the username kamunagara k-a-m-u-n-a-g-a-r-a on both xbox and uplay i'm uh kamunagara same spelling k-a-m-u-n-a-g-a-r-a 6995 Nintendo Network, uh, I'm under the username Kamunagar, but you could also use my friend code. My friend code is 4712-5953-1409 on there. So go ahead and add me on Nintendo Network on there. And on Twitter, you can find me at Joe Fongul, J-O-E-F-O-N-G-U-L. Yes, where can I find you? Uh, yeah, so you can find me on uh PSN and uh, Xbox Live at Nemo Tigger, N E M O T G G R, 
where you can find me at Twitter at the Nemo six T H E N E M O S I X. Then you can find me on discord at the Nemo six T H E N E M O and the number six. I got you there. So, so make sure, you know, uh, spelled out six for Twitter, number six for discord. Also, if you, if you add us or if you try to add us on one of these game game, uh, game sites or consoles please tell us where you heard us let us know that you heard us on um on the show or something that way we're not you know being hounded by the bots you know we want to speak to real people so so please if you're a real person we'd love to hear from you absolutely and folks that will bring episode 25 of season six to a close we want to thank you for hanging in there with us and checking out our viewpoints on this week's news for Des the Bay Area Terror, and for Trader Joe, aka the Food Max of Gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar. I'm Shonuff71, letting you know we'll be back next week. Peace!